This is the Al York Sports Show. So much to do in so little time. Welcome to another show of the Al York Sports Show. Like we said, we on every Sunday. Make sure you guys continue to tune in because we're going to give y'all nothing but the raw truth. And like I, every time I say, before I start the show, I'd like to salute my boy to the right, Noah Parker, a.k.a. The Secret Weapon. And like I tell you every week, man, you ready to give him this work, man? I'm ready to knock him out like Ruiz Jr., really. Oh, well, like yeah, Ruiz Jr.? Ready. What you called him, though, before we did? You called him like Nacho oh, Libre yeah. or some shit, right? I just, you know, <laughs> the way he came out and the, and the whole uh, weigh-in and looking like he just got off the couch drinking the 12-pack. My man in the weigh-in, he looked crazy. He looked like he was putting his he, stomach he in. looking up, you know. Yeah, he take the pictures the way I take the pictures, like with my stomach in. Like, I be doing that <laughs> shit. But he's a boxer, though. Anyway... Into boxing news, they leave the comedy alone. Huge upset yesterday that changed the game severely, bro. Andy Ruiz Jr. knocks out Anthony Joshua in the seventh round. Not only that, he knocked him down three times prior, and the last knockout made it the fourth time. And my question to you, dog, because me and you have been, we've been plotting this for a minute. Why did Joshua take so long to fight Wilder? I, you said he was building up, he was trying to build up his wins, etc. My thing is, he fucked up the bag now. Now him trying to get that bag, he fucked that up. Your take on him? Excuse my language. You know, I think I think he was letting it marinate just a little bit too long. Though he, you know, he overcooked it. So he was waiting and waiting and waiting to build up and build up, and he wins. Wilder win. He's, I think he was kind of hoping Wilder would take care of Fury too, so he wouldn't have to go that route. Right. In the second time they fight, but obviously, all oh, that's scrap now. It's all that, that's. Though he killed, he killed Mega Millions right there. Cost himself probably more. At than least twenty M's. I mean, for him, if he's gonna have to build, I mean, he's obviously gonna have to have a rematch. I think. Yeah. After the rematch, they might even want a third fight. So he's yeah. wasting himself years here. And besides all that, he's got to be able to prove to everybody that he can still fight Wilder. After all this is said and done, they're still going to be like, man, why, you know, why are we going <coughs> to set this match up? He lost to him. How's he going to fight? And before this fight, people were still saying that Wilder would be a slight favorite against Joshua. But now it's like we don't even want to see him fight. So he didn't just mess up the bag. He messed up. His pretty much his future, especially if he gets caught again by either him or another one. Because usually, you know, when you get caught that first time, you, your weakness has been exploited. You've been outed, really. They, they know what you, you know, you got, oh. you got a glass chin. And, and, yes. and other fighters will come and exploit that same thing, and then boom. Now you ain't undefeated, undisputed champ that you were. And now it's you're just a regular run-of-the-mill fighter. Right. I could see if it was some lucky punch shit. No, it wasn't. Some Oliver McCaw shit. This dude dominated him. Not only that, he put him on a canvas four times. So it wasn't like Andy Ruiz Jr. got lucky when you think about it because he really beat him. And, and not for nothing, Andy Ruiz Jr. is 32-1 and one before the fight. Now he's 33-1. Now he probably fought a lot of what you call them, tomato cans? Tomato cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to respect the dude a little bit. And I think that line of Anthony Joshua starting off at minus 5,000, and it went down to 2,000, you said. Right. That had to, like, get Andy Ruiz hyped up. Like, how are they not recognizing me? 
How am I getting like this? How am I this much of an underdog when I'm 32 and one at oh, the end of the day? He knew it though. He said in the post conference, if you watch the post press conference, he wore a Knicks jersey too because it was at the Garden. Right. He was saying, I've been an underdog all my life. I'm, I'm you know, I'm used to it. I, right. I, I, I ch- you know, I like the role. I embellish the role of being an underdog, knowing that I can go in and do something like this and shock <laughs> the world. And he didn't just shock the world. There hasn't been an upset this big, I think, in boxing since, uh, I mean, this is more of an upset than when Pacquiao got knocked out. This is more of an upset. This is probably like Roy Jones' first time got knocked out by uh, by Antonio Tarver. Or Yeah, but a lot of people kind of seen that. The price wasn't that yeah, big. Right. I mean, okay, well, Hasim Rockman. I said him a call, Lennox Lewis. Hasim Rockman, Lennox Lewis. Right, right. That but one was, don't I'm going to put it more to like a... Uh, Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas, even though the numbers were different, okay. it was like 86 to I, 1. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it was something similar to that fashion without those numbers being. The difference is, numbers. though, I mean, Buster Douglas looked like a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he definitely, he, he worked, that was his best workout ever, right. they said. He looked like he could box. Yeah. Ruiz Jr., no offense, he looked like the comedian Gabrielle Iglesias. He looked like he. Yeah, all out of shape. Like, just, I'm just, I just got done, you know, getting off the couch. You know, I'm a, I'm a washed-up father or something. Like, I'm not, you know, in there. I, don't, I don't fight no more. I'm just trying to get a check. Right. And he was a fill-in because the guy he was supposed to fight uh, had some drug problems. Right. Had to change Yeah, and then he they, filled they, they in. The room in. And he said, hey, so usually when you fill in, I think the only sport where you fill in and can win consistently is UFC. UFC, I'm about to say different. that. But in boxing, you fill in, you just know, hey, I'm getting a check. I'm out. Get my name out there for a minute, and I'm gone. But you don't expect uh, to, you know, be in a brawl like this and, and to even get close to not even just where it comes down to a decision at the end, but a knockout. Oh, he destroyed him. The only thing I could think about is that Joshua wasn't prepared for this fight. He probably overlooked this fight. And I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Oh, I know he did. Because Andy Ruiz definitely, listen, he gets a lot of props. So all my Spanish cats, because they won't be like, yo, Al, you ain't giving him no credit. No, no, I'm giving him credit. Though he was 20, 20 pounds heavier than him, but he did lack height, reach, and athletic ability, which all went against Ruiz. Right. You dig what I'm saying? But all I can say is that Joshua, what I'm getting out of you after seeing this fight, is that the reason why you were ducking Wilder is partially what my boy said, that you was trying to add to your wins and make it more better for you. Me, personally, I think you knew in your heart you wasn't ready for Wilder. That's my opinion now, especially by letting this dude knock you down four different occasions, which it should have never happened. One time hit a quarter, I've seen it happen. Them one lucky punches, I've seen that happen in numerous boxing events. Oh, of course, of course. But not four different occasions, bro. Ruiz beat him cleanly. So he's going to have to get a rematch before he does anything. Your last take. Well, I think in the long run now for Joshua, it's actually it's – actually, he probably saves himself the embarrassment of what Deontay Wilder would have done to him because we might not see that now, fight How can no he more. get more embarrassing no, than this, though? Right, but, I mean, I think Wilder would have put him in the grave kind of type no, shit. No, he would have laid him out like a crash dummy right. like they did to um to Pacquiao. Because you saw Joshua get up, and he was disoriented, dropped his mouthpiece, you know, looking around, but he wasn't laying on the canvas, you know. On some Pacquiao shit, right, that's and they laid saying. him out. That's probably what could have happened Yeah, I think it would have happened. You saw what Wilder did to Fury, and that Fury's way bigger than Joshua, so... He might have saved himself just that embarrassment of fighting Wilder, but you know, at the end of the day, he, he's gonna have he's got a long road ahead of him now to get back to where he was. I kind of lost some respect for him, and uh, I think this is the first time he fought stateside too, mm. um, fighting fighting you know MSG. So 
it's disappointment, and uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't even think that something like this could happen. I, I, I had to call you up. Like, I, I almost forgot they fought tonight. But yo, when, to yo, catch you, L, yo, you never, you never ever really call me. So when you called me, I knew something went down. Something you called me twice. You called me that rest in peace, Nip Hustle. Right. And then you call me on so this. That's how, that's so how I, I know this shit was like crazy, man. That you know knockout was, and I mean it was it was. You might not see a upset that big in boxing for another ten years. So now, now real fast, so we don't drag this. Uh, what happens now in the heavyweight division? I don't know, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I know that it's, you it, liking it. It feels like the '90s kind of. You like it like that? I'm, I, I think it's been, trash. There's been nothing in, in heavyweight at all except Klitschko brothers for the last 15 years. Right. So now we got some new names, some different names. Yeah, but didn't you want Joshua to fight? Right, of course. I wanted to get there, but I mean, it was kind of built up, but now it's all kind of messed up. It's all jump. You don't know what's going to happen. So Let I, me ask I, you I like the unpredictability of that. At if least Andy Ruiz fights Wilder, it's a wrap. It's, I, don't, I don't think he, Wilder's going to kill his fat little I don't dude. think he'll get there. So. <laughs> I don't think Ruiz wants to fight him. Oh, I think he's going to get paid, get some cervezas, and, and bounce. That's it. He's good. He, right, right. He, he did his thing. He, he got his, his claim to fame now will be that he got one of the biggest upsets in boxing. He, I mean, he could probably take a couple more fights, get paid, and then he'll be good. For so he life. gonna do what's what's that? Uh, Buster Douglas when he won the next fight, he was all out of right, weight. Right. Or, you know what or, I mean? Or, or Marcos. Uh, Mar- 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 Mediana. What's his name? Mar- Marcos Mediana. He yeah, yeah. Mayweather twice. Right. And then he said, "I got the, I got paid. I'm out. Gained about a hundred pounds." Right. And he don't even think about boxing. No, but I'm talking about after a victory. After a win. Okay. Yeah, oh, he got paid. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about after a victory. Mora also. Drew the weight up, you know what I mean? Because these champions, you know, they win, they get under the table, they start eating. But anyway, listen, before we end this session, I'm going to talk to Joshua right now. Joshua, you lost the biggest payday possible. It was laying down right on the table for you. You could have at least made 20 M's by stepping up and fouling Dante Wilder, a.k.a. the Bronze Bomber. You decided to procrastinate, take another route, and now this shit bit you in your ass, dog. And right now, you'd be lucky to get any fights that add up to any real money right now. And I know boxing is boxing. I hear people on Facebook saying it can happen to anybody. Very true. But to get knocked down four times to a dude that shouldn't even be able to compete with you, it's not only embarrassing. I mean, you should just, you should just chill for a while. Just take a vacation and then come back and get your thoughts together. Because you played yourself yesterday, Joshua. And with that, be going on a quick break. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Oh, man, that boxing thing was horrible, man. I still want to go in on him, but unfortunately, we got to move on. Yeah, we got to move yeah. on. But I want to put my foot on his neck, man. Joshua, you played yourself. We're going to NBA news. NBA finals. Raptors won game one. If y'all were watching my thing, y'all know I gave y'all the Raptors game one. Uh, they won 118-109. They basically was up the whole game. They had like a 10-11 point lead at the first half. Golden State, who's kind of used to coming from behind anyway because they did three out of the four games against the Trailblazers. And that's a funny name because they trailed the Blazers. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But um, your take on game one, what did you see in game one that you feel is going to make the, the Raptors continue to persevere? And what are you seeing in game one for, for the Warriors that you think they're going to have to fix? Well, I, I think the game one, the Raptors used their crowd 
their energy. Um, they used the fact that we kind of have a little bit of momentum coming off a four-game winning streak while Golden State's been chilling for a week and a half, two weeks. With a six-game winning streak. Right. But, they, but they've been rust. laying off. Okay. Building up rust, waiting and waiting. Who are we going to play? We got to prepare for Gian- Giannis or we going to prepare for Kawhi and company? Gotcha. So you don't, you can't really come up with a game plan until you find out who you're actually playing. And once you find out, oh, it's going to be them. All right, we, we, we kind of talked about this already. We're going to do it this way, that way, boom. But you have to start off on the road. And Golden State, remember, they pretty much every one of these playoff series, they start off game one at home. Yeah. So they always the favorite. So, boom, right at the gate, oh, we got to start in Toronto. Now we can kind of, you know, surprise them real quick and, you know, steal a game here, get one or two. But once you kind of go down in game one, it's almost like, all right, you know, We'll get them game two. You know, why risk put more energy out there and we could just you grab them they roll warriors, right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. I mean, but once they came out that fast start and you saw, you know, Drake out there with the Curry jersey. And now he needs to chill, man. Oh, I like it. He's, he's trolling, but he's no, getting, he needs to chill. He's like, getting in their heads, though. He really think, like, he part of the team. He, he just do. need to fall back a he little do. bit. Just well, a little, little bit. bit. But he's been doing this. Yeah, thing. he acted crazier than Spike Lee. And Spike Lee earned that but, right because right. But Spike Lee been riding with the Knicks forever. Right, right. But Spike Lee, they've been, you know, playoff, playoffs, playoffs. They right there, championships. So he's been doing it. Drake has been a lose. They've never get get nowhere. It's always LeBron out. LeBron and Yeah, out. but I get the impression he so think he, he just, got a lot to do with what's I, going on. No, he, I think he knows his place. But, I mean, he's just extra hype, you know. This is in, yeah. in the sticks. Just fall so back, Drake. That. I appreciate you being there, chilling. If, it, if it's getting in back. the head, if it's getting in the head, I think... He Draymond was going to check his chin the other day. No, I don't think he's going to risk losing. No, he won't risk, he won't but risk he went up to him, but then that's, that's when Drake, Drake said he's trash. That's why he knows yeah. he can And he called him trash as Drake away. was fading away. I wasn't feeling that right. either. He should have called him that in his face. He knows he can do all that because they can't risk losing any more bodies. They're right. already missing KD. And I think he's willing to get knocked KD. out to get Draymond <laughs> thrown out the series, but they can really win. Uh, all I got to do is put up a hit record. Listen, but now, knock him out that way. if that happens... Now he can say he was part of this, uh, this right, victory if right. he get Draymond out the series. Right. I think he, he knows he's trying to get mentally in their heads a little bit. He likes the fact that you put the attention on me, you're not paying attention to the squad. Right, you're right. You're not paying attention to how to beat the actual guys on the court. Pay attention to me. I'll be the diversion. I'll be the you know, distraction. Right, right. And then you take my team that I'm representing for granted. So, I mean, they came out. They did what they were supposed to do. They went wire to wire. Boom. Handled business. And now they you know they know – that the pressure is on Toronto to have to maintain this at home. They got a whole serve. So they can, they got a whole so serve. They can go to uh, Oakland with a 2-0 lead. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in the 118-109 victory, the Warriors were led by Stephen Curry, 34 points, Clay Thompson, 21, and Draymond Green had another triple-double. He had 10-10-10. So the big three still stepping up, but you know they're going to need more than the big three if they want to win this series. And that's for the Raptors. Pasquale Siakam dropped 32 with eight boards. Kawhi Leonard had 23, eight boards, five or six. And we had a Marcus Soul sighting, finally, where he scored 20. Now, this is the way Toronto Raptors are going to win this series, if they're going to win this series. They're going to have to have the committee really help out Kawhi Leonard. And I don't mean just defensively, kind of what happened against Milwaukee. Like the Van Fleets of the world. Like Kyle Lowry had a bad scoring game. But he had a good overall game, took the charges, made the right passes, played good on defense, but he only hit seven points, but they still won. And that's what's kind of like got me thinking, like Kawhi didn't have his best game. Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry played one of his worst games, and they still won. 
Well, Pascal shot 14 Oh, Pascal points. went nuts. I, mean, he was, he was I told you I liked that boy, man. He was the MVP of that game. Yeah. At the end of the day, you look at Kawhi's numbers, while they're still good, 23-85, it's still a pedestrian game for him. Right. And I'm saying that in the most complimentary way I can to him. Yeah, because he averaged 31 right. points a but game. But he, he knew if I'm not playing, you know, my best, I got other guys stepping up for me. And I still think that he kind of hiding an injury a little bit, that there's something he's got to stress for, something that he's not – Coming out with yet because it's the finals. You don't want to, you know, put it out there that, that this was what hurt was hurting right. me. So then the offense could take advantage of that by going to his left side, or right side. He's gonna keep it on the rack. Yeah, he be he, 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 he be like like he having right. that face too much, like he's in pain or right. something. But he's got a good poker face. He, he don't he don't ever look like he's he's being stressed or he's getting tired or he just stay, keeps the same mentality all the time and just plays his game. But I really don't think he's at a hundred percent like he'd want to be. But right. he's still good enough to carry the load as much as he can as long as his supporting cast is stepping up, too. Right, right. And they did make it 90-87 late. Like, not close, late, yeah, but early in the fourth quarter. It kind of looked like the momentum was switching. And you expected that, though. Yes, yeah, but then, uh, you know, Toronto just, they just, they just bring it to them. Yeah, they the bring it to them. After that 90-87, they blew up to an 11-point lead, 12-point lead, and then they never surrender it. I mean, they got down to eight, but they hold their own. They took game one as you liked them and I gave them out. Now we're going to jump to game two. Talk to the peoples on what we're thinking about game two, which is later on today. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on game two? Is there any strong leads for the peoples to make a couple dollars today? Well, I was, first of all, surprised and almost shocked that the line for game two didn't really move from game one line. It closed in around two, one and a half, two. And I thought it would be around a pick 'em before game time. I mean, we're not there yet, but it's still only minus two. I thought it would be Golden State. You got two now, but I have one and a half. I still, see, I still see Raptors minus two. And usually, when a game of this magnitude in a series, they see the zigzag, it's going to switch back. Right. And you would think Golden State would be favored, or at least a pick 'em. I haven't seen that yet. It could still happen. It's still, you know, four or five hours till the game tips off, but. It's going to be some type of move. Right. I still, think, it, I, I still think Golden State's going to get some money late because, I mean, the only thing, thing that would stop that is if they, you know, they got dominated in game one. They pretty much did except for that when they blew it. I think this is going to be a game where Toronto comes out fast again. Might have to lead at halftime by a Oh, you buttons. think they come out fast? I think the Raptors come out fast. I kind of think fast. Golden State needs to come out. They early. do need to come out early, but I think Toronto will still take the first half. Okay, the okay. And then Golden State's going to lie in the weeds a little bit, and then they're going to come out second half, catch them late. And I think they win this game tonight. Oh, you like the Warriors I think the tonight? Warriors win tonight and tie the series up and okay. go back to Golden Road State. Go Warriors. Yeah, I, I, tonight I think they, they get them tonight. Yeah, I gave out game one, Raptors. Uh, I really don't have – I'm not even going to put myself and do a, a gun to the head. I'm just – I like the over 213, 213 and a half. Whatever number you get, I like the totals being over that. I think that the Warriors have to score more and more and, and, and more fluently. They got to go more to the hole. They, they got to hit those threes. They wasn't really hitting all their shots in game one. You're saying up the tempo. You're saying they run more. They, they got to they hit their shots. See, when right. you hit shots, you know, then you can do a lot of things. Because you can have all the tempo you want. If you ain't hitting those shots, what does that mean? So they got to hit more shots, especially if they want to win, like you got them winning this game. But I think Toronto's going to – it's going to counter whatever they do. If they play slow ball or they play fastball, I think Toronto's going to um, counter what they okay. do. So I would give over 213 and a half. Unfortunately, I don't have a, a, a lean side, but he has a lean side. He likes the Warriors. 
So for y'all that's watching the show, take advantage. Don't put all your money on it. Don't put your rent on it. Just put enough that you, whatever you could afford to lose. Whatever you could afford to lose. So with that saying, I'm going to go into the next topic. Next topic, we're going to keep it in the NBA. Kevin Durant. Now, I'm going to pretend you KD. Okay. UKD, I'm having an interview with you. Why would you play in the NBA Finals when you already got two rings and you got about five teams already that you know are going to offer you the max during the offseason? So why would you risk anything knowing that? And I know the answer is going to be because I want to win another championship. But would the other championship be worth kind of like what Joshua did in boxing where he messed up his chance of getting the bag, why would you, you being KD, why would you mess up the chance? Because if he gets another severe injury, teams are going to be very funny about giving him a max contract. Yo, Tate, I'm Kevin Durant. Here's what I want. <clears throat> I, want to lose, I want to lose game two. And then I want to come back and show everybody they lost game one and two without me. Right. I'm back now. I come back, even if I don't play at a high level because I'm still coming <laughs> off an injury. If they win with me in the lineup, say they win four straight or four, four out of five and win that series, hey, I, they, I'm showing everybody, the whole world, that you know Steph Curry, Thompson, Green, they couldn't do it without me. I won this. But even on the road? But, yeah, I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Now you're going I, 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 don't, I don't play game two. No, no, but you're going to yeah, Oracle. Going, going home, yeah. We're yeah, so, I mean, call. it's easier to win. Right, right, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Easy I, to win don't play home. game two. You hope they lose just so you can come back saying, oh, they lost without me. Now I went now that not boost my value even higher now because I want another ship with me because of me really because they couldn't win without me in the first two games and <laughs> you're still saying that right. but they're on the road no, though no no today they're on the road yeah that's what I'm saying but if they lose again today yeah, 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 yeah. you're going but home it's easier fine. to win at it's home fine. you got the momentum after three and four <laughs> okay. and what I'm saying is if they win the ship with him it boosts his value up and if they don't win. Hey, he gave a valiant effort. He tried to come back and play. Right. You know, but he's still hurt. It's, it's, it's okay. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't 100%. They still going to, you know, give you that benefit. Do you know his exact injury? No, nobody does. I, th- I think he I think he knows. He, of course I mean, he he's knows. He's trying to hide it, but I think it's worse than what it really is. I, of course but it is. But if it's not, then he should come back after they lose tonight, if they lose tonight. If right. they win, he can be like, ah, y'all, y'all don't really need me still, unless we lose one at home because we got a home. Yeah, but ain't now. he proven a point that – if they lose without him, that they needed him. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why, another point. That's he, he don't even have to show I'm up. I'm Kevin Durant. Like you right. said, I'm hoping they lose so I can come back and have nothing to lose coming back and, right. and, and you know, be damn, damn near Batman, Superman, save the series for my team, win a ship, and be out. I'm right. gone. Y'all, y'all, talk, y'all need me? I'm out. Well, I got you one more ship because of me coming back, and I'm right. gone. I'll see y'all next year. That's, what, that's, that's if I'm KD. Me, me being a competitor, I'm – me personally, I, I'm gonna want to come back. Right, of course. I mean, but is that the right thing to do? I'm gonna say no. Because of money. Because, like I said, mm-hmm. he's got max money waiting for him. I, I mean, he could quit the team right now, and somebody's gonna give him I think regardless, 200 minutes. Though, regardless, if he gets hurt and has to come back in a year, he's still gonna get max money because he's KD. I know, he, but he's only you, twenty. What twenty nine? No, but still dog, get, if, he, if, he, if it's that injury and he take a year off, he take a year off, get max money. It happens all the time. These players. Still get that because they still at the end of the day. They he's still, still gonna get paid. I don't know if he'll get max. I don't think he's gonna lose. Any because value. if you're an organization, 
Now you're not giving him the five years. You tell him, okay, we give you two years uh, at goes, max. If he goes to the Knicks or Brooklyn, they're going to give him the max because they want a superstar uh, of that caliber. I don't want goods, though, I don't dog. either. But, they, you, know but, but you know owners of business are going to get pressured by the fans, right. pressured by the media. you got to get KD to New York. you got to get KD to Washington, D.C., right. whatever, and give him the max because they're going to give him the max if you don't. And he's still going to get the max, even if he's coming off an injury because at the end of the day, he's still got that stroke. He's still got that wetter. Okay. So he's going to so get right the max now, regardless if he so gets hurt again. Answer the question. You KD, you playing? I'm playing after we lose tonight. I'm playing game game three at home in Oracle with the, with the referees on my side, the crowd behind my back, and we down 2-0, you know, 0-2. I'm going to be the hero to save this year. Oh, I'm playing. Okay, you playing? I'm playing. Me personally, like I said, I will play personally, but being a fan of the game, if he's really hurt, I think he should just sit it out and then get that match and just play a cheerleader. They can, I still well, think he's they really go, hurt. He's not I still think they go. No, no, really hurt. Yeah. Meaning, like he can play, right. but he's really messing with the injury. Okay, like, so he's so you're not saying he got torn Achilles? No, no not a okay. torn. Something where like he can't tear it up okay. severely by continue to play. Like if the doctors tell him you just one one ankle turn from really messing it up. So I'm gonna say no as a fan. Yes, if I'm the guy. So we're gonna move on. That's your character rant. Now we're going to go to, before we get on break, we're going to get on, I, I want to hit you with this. NBA again. LeBron James and D-Way's kids are uniting together for some high school ball. And they're playing in Chatsworth, California for Sierra Canyon. I read about this. Now, do you agree with what the Pops is doing, getting them together? I got my own opinion, but I want to hear your opinion first. Do you think it's a smart thing to do, being a LeBron and D-Wade, to unite their kids together at this young of an age, spoiling them, like I would say, right out the gate? I think it's bu- it builds a little rapport and builds a little, you know, it, it hypes the media up so right. they get ex- uh, max exposure and all that because, it's you know, their fathers are both superstars <laughs> that played with each other, so now the kids are doing it. You know, it's kind of gimmicky, but at the same time, I don't really mind because they still got years to go so they get to – the college level. Yeah, one's 17 level, and right. one's 14. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't see any problem with it. When they get to that next level, though, if they get there, they could always talk about how we used to play together and now we're going against each other. So, I mean, I, I, they'll know each other, what they do. What, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have a problem with it at all because, to me, it's kind of minuscule and what's, no one's going to remember it five years down the road. And they could just have that together. They, they, they at least got to play with each other before they went to the league and if they get there. Right. I think Zaire will get there because I think he's good enough. But you would think like Zay out the boat, yeah, right? I think he, he right, right, because he's he's I mean, six three too, and, he's, and he's balling. He can yeah. he can get up. He got a shot, left handed, but Bronny <coughs> got you know got some time to get there. But if they never get a chance to play with each other, the next time at least they could say, yo, back in the day we got to run with each other, even though we was little. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. And their fathers can be proud of them. They, they'll probably be at the game at the same time and reminisce them when they was playing together. So, so you I see nothing negative out of this? Just because it's 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 a. It's kind of a minuscule topic that no one's going to remember in three years. That's why I think okay. it don't really matter. Well, real fast, I'm going to just say the only real negative thing that I do see is that these kids are too young to so-called start kind of building like a dream team. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah, want to yeah, put that in their system at 14, 17 years old. So that's the only knock I got on it. I think they will dominate together, of course. And... That's the good thing about it. And not only that, like you said, the exposure will go through the roof. Not that they really needed much because they fall right. alone. But even more now. Yeah, it's going to be even more. Okay, guys, so we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go nowhere. We got some bills to pay. We'll be right back. No. Welcome back, peoples. 
Be back to the Al York Sports Show. Hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. We just we, we just say it like we see it, man. The raw truth. That's what we do. Me and Noah Parker. And uh, once again, NBA. NBA's dominating the news, man. What's going on here, man? They just straight dominating the news. Coming to national pastime over baseball now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to go to... Uh, there was a big situation during the week where the Clippers, Glenn Doc Rivers, and uh, the owner, Bowman, uh, got fined 50000 for tampering, whatever you want to call it, with Kawhi Leonard and et cetera. I thought it was bogus. I still think it's bogus. I want your take, then I'm going to give my take. Right. I kind of think it's bogus, too. But, I, you know, I think that, you know, more or less the um, commissioner – has to just put his foot down and say, I don't want to, you know, deal with no other team trying to do this. I'm going to make set an example out of Doc. It's not that much, you know, it's not like he's taking draft picks away or nothing like that. It'd be, right. you know, a lot worse because he didn't really step over the line too much. I think he stepped on the line. And you he think so? Because then they kind of set him up to this, man. He, they did with a question. I mean, how are you supposed yeah. to answer that? But All he, he did was he, keep it real. Right. He's, and that's the problem. You know, when you keep it too real and you're at the, and the position he's at, Doc, especially Doc, he knows because he's been doing this a long time, that you can't really say some of the stuff he said because it's too much gray area there. Okay, so, oh, look, it, I'm going to tell you what he said for the people that didn't see it. Right, right. He just said he thinks Kawhi Leonard is playing like at a Michael Jordan, you know, level right now. I want to know what, where the hell that's tampering. Because he, what, he thinks by... By Kawhi hearing him, saying Michael Jordan, that's going to make him want to go to the Clippers? Blowing his head up. Yeah, but come on, man. I mean, Kawhi looked kind of like a little suspect mentally. But he ain't that stupid, man. It's a little subliminal, I think, because he's he's also saying, like, yo, you could be our Michael Jordan. You know, you could be the the man over here. Right. So he's he's saying that without saying that. So I could see why, you know, commissioner said, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to have none of that. Give him a small fine. Not, it's obviously not a small fine for us, but for him, it's, you know, it's for the, for the boss, that's, that's like a nothing. quarter. I'm sure Ballmer probably paying him, paying for the, paying yeah, the fine for paying him. It. I got you, brother. I like what you did. At least you threw it out there. At least you said it. At least he heard you. And I'll take care of that fine. Because at the end of the day, he's still in that position where he can't be doing it. And that's one of the reasons why Magic Johnson wanted to get out of L.A. He can now say whatever he wants. He can call Kawhi whatever he wants. And at the same time, people still know he's associated with the Lakers, but he don't got the title no more. So he can tamper all he wants now. Doc Rivers, not in that position yet. You know, I don't agree with it because I think it's kind of petty, but at the same time, I know why he did it. And and I think why I think I know why they dropped the hammer because he kind of flirted with with Kevin Durant. Right. When he said that, when he sits, uh, Borma, I'm talking about the owner. Mm-hmm. When he said that, when he when if he ever sits down with Durant, he's gonna bring the whole 247 million dollars right. to the right. table. Not that he's gonna give it to Durant, but, but he's basically telling Durant this is gonna be your money. In five years. So I guess when you add that with what just happened, that's why they laid the law down whatever. Especially I mean, I didn't really lay the law down. It's 50000 yeah, there's just, a lot of eyes right now, too, in the NBA because it's the NBA Finals. It's like it was Super Bowl week. And, right. And Bill Belichick said something, and he wasn't in the Super Bowl, and he said something like, man, Patrick Mahomes is a great weapon. To, to, he, I could see him being the next Tom Brady. You just can't do that. No, but that. he didn't just do it like that. They, they entrapped in him. They, they, they asked are, him a question. But... 
So what are you supposed to do? Give a fake answer? She said, you know, I, you know, I can't really talk about that right now, but I, I, he's a great player. But the ESPN people player. could do that, though, he's right? He's a great player. Oh, I, can you imagine how the, what would happen if Bill Belichick said something like that about Patrick Mahomes if he was playing in the Super Bowl after beating his Patriots? I could easily hear him say something like that. Especially oh, if he's actually, a free agent and Brady's and, leaving. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, and that's the situation. It's almost the same thing. So, I, you know, I don't want to say I applaud the commissioner for doing that, but I understand why he did and he doesn't want to have nobody trying to act a fool right now because he knows July 1st, that offseason coming up in a month, everybody right. going to be doing whatever and saying whatever. So he's trying to get a head start. So no, no, none of that. Find him. Throw yeah, he nipped it, 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 nip it, nip it in the butt. Nipped it in the butt. Nipped it in the butt. Boom. Next topic. All right. We're going to the ice, man. 2-1 Bruins. Uh, what they won yesterday? What, 7-2? Seven, 7-2, two. Uh, seven, two, right? So game one was 4-2 Bruins, game two was 3-2 Blues, and then 7-2 Bruins. Bruins basically took over the, uh, the home ice as far as, you know, like having home, home ice advantage. So they went and took one back in St. Louis. Now, what do you see this series? You see the Bruins just closing these guys out, or you see Blues winning the next game, trying to get it to six, seven games? Well, last what week, do you see? Last week we, we talked about what I thought would happen in the series. Right. And I said it would split in game one and two, and exactly what happened, happened. Game three, I thought the Blues were going to win. No, but you also said take the Bruins right, right. I said if they do split. After game two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want the best value, you're going to get the best price right. after they split. Did you get a price on that, by the way? Yeah, I got uh, minus 120. Well, that was, that's, uh, so that's, that's really good compared to 170. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, what I, that's why I said you want to avoid that big right, price right, you're going right. to pay. Because if something, you know, you're not always going to win, but... You want to get the best value, best price you can, so you, your losses are less than the end of the year, blah, blah, blah. So after game two, that was your chance to take the Bruins. I mean, boom. Now game three, seven, two, after a blowout like that, the skyrocket the price right back up. So you're right, right. kind of late to the dance there on taking the Bruins if you want to take them now. Game four coming up, I think it's tomorrow night, back in St. Louis, must-win game. Right. They got to hold. They have to bring this back to Boston uh, even even up, and I don't know if they can do it. I mean, game three, they not they didn't just come out slowed, coming out down three nothing at home after mm-hmm. winning, you know, after after winning game two, and they looked pretty good in game one. It was just they just they didn't show up at all. So it's a must right. win game four. I think Boston closes it out in in six on they, on St. Louis's ice. I don't even think it gets to seven games. I think they close them out. They might lose one more game, and uh. They, 4-2 series, Boston win. I, I, I like Boston for the series. I still like them. I, I don't think Blues had enough. But you never know. Anything can happen on the ice. Right, right. This is one of them series, like, I'm going to use a bas- uh, basketball terminology, when the Cleveland Cavaliers play the Raptors, where every time Cleveland won, it was a blowout. Oh, yeah. I'm and then when Toronto won, they barely won. Right. So I can see the Blues sneaking out, you know, game four, mm-hmm. maybe like a 5-4-3-2 kind of game. Because if you look at the score, the Bruins are dominating them as far as, like, matching, you know, scores. Right. But it don't matter. That's the beauty about sports, that if you split six games, it don't matter if you got outscored by, let's say, 20 goals. It still will be three games to three. Right. But I just think the Bruins, after seeing the first three games, it just looked too strong for them. And I see at most the Blues winning two games. So I might roll with you with that six games. Even though I, I said to take the Blues gun in my head because I, I like the plus money and I like kind of the mojo they had. Right. But, you know, the Bruins just look too strong for them, man. Yep. Yeah, with that. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate because I'm, like, I read a tweet the other day that, you know, there's some Boston fans that were born in March that haven't seen a parade in Boston yet. 
You know, so they're, they're really getting spoiled out there in Massachusetts <laughs> with all these parades they're getting. But, I mean, you got to hand them. If they if Boston closes out, the Bruins close it out, the only team that will have not have won a championship this year and that's in Boston will be the Celtics, who choked off the first series or the second series, first series. Yeah, but so, they got the most chips. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just know, saying. Anyway, that's going to be crazy. That three of the four major sports, they're going to have the title. And I can't stand it because they keep doing it, but I can't, I can't you know, crazy, take man. the blues in this series. So, enjoy Boston. You got another one coming. And um, shit, Boston's cleaning house. Like oh, they oh, kind of oh. doing what the what the whole New York team Back, used to uh, do. Like when we had the Rangers, the yep, Yankees winning, the Giants. Right there. So I hope this is it for you guys, Boston, because I'm getting tired of seeing these parades in Massachusetts every three months. Oh man, yeah, man. So um, let's go to the MLB. We're gonna talk some MLB. Uh, every week I like to throw a team at you, kind of see like you know I like to get like a mediocre team. Get your opinion on if you think they can still maintain a flow all the way to the end of the season. Right. And, and today's team is going to be the Oakland Athletics. Uh, the Athletics before today are 29 and 28. They're eight and a half games out their division. But they six ranked in the American League. And I kind of like them. I think they have enough to get that wild card. That that probably be it. But I just want to hear your talk about the Oakland Athletics. Tell me a few good things about them and whatever bad you think you got about them. Well, I mean, they, you know, Bob Melvin, their manager, <clears throat> he's kind of, he's kind of going too, too much on the analytics and the, and the, uh, you know, <coughs> stuff on paper more than, more than just playing the game. I think, like he's got openers now. He's doing all the same stuff. That, I don't know if that's coming. Kind of like Buck Showalter, right, like he's right. being very computer, right? Like computerized. Too much, yeah. Too much of that. Yeah, I don't like that analytics too much. And, yeah. and, you know, it's smart, but he, you can't just go 90% of that and then 10% baseball. And I don't know if it's coming from Billy Bean or if it's from Melvin, but, you know, he's using the openers now. He's using the relievers <coughs> to start games. Not really working for them. But, but, I mean, overall, they have a great offense. I mean, I like Chris Davis. Chapman. Chapman. Matt Chapman. Can't Seaman. Fegley. Uh, Marcus Simeon. They got Piscotti's Piscotti, nice. Piscotti, right. They got, they got some hitters, They got man. hitters, but they're pitching. I don't know if they got enough. They got rid of uh, – your boy Fernando Rodney, because he was just, you know, he, yeah, he's a gas can. He was dragging. Yeah, he's you know, a gas can. About forty-two years old. I mean, they, they staff is maybe at best average. Right. With fears, uh, I like the young guy Montas. He's stepping up, mm-hmm. and you know Anderson. You don't know what you're getting out of him. Even though he pitched another good game yesterday and lost, he was six and three before that. And if you've seen the game, you know, first baseman actually had an Olsen. That's another guy who can hit. Right. He actually could have caught the ball, kept it two to one, and anything could have happened after that. Yeah. After that, the, the lead divided to three to one, then it went five to one. And I like Blake training. Uh, they closed it. He's mm-hmm. two and two with a 3.62. I think they definitely got enough to sneak the wild card at best. At best. But that's about it. You know, they really need their ace back, I think, in Sean Manaya. He's a guy who pitched a no-hitter last year. He's been injured. Yeah, I, like I think he's coming back around the All-Star break. But if he can come back and, and just be the anchor for that rotation, yes, they'll be. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll probably make some trades to go for the division title like they got last year and or you know a couple years ago. Because the Astros, I think, aren't as good. You know, they lost you know a couple weapons in Marlon Gonzalez. They're, they're going through the injury bug right now. Yeah, they're going through the bug. Springer. I took him yesterday. Uvay. I looked at the lineup. Oh, the lineup. I didn't see our two I, I thought I lost. I played. You didn't even know I was in that lineup. That's how bad that lineup is. Dang. So, so they got a lot of work to do because really it's just them two in that division. Texas they ain't doing nothing, and we talked about Seattle was gonna fall off. They gone. So it's just them two really. I mean, the Rangers uh, half a game up on them, but they ain't gonna no, last. That's not yeah, true. they're not gonna. They're last. not pitching for that. 
Exactly. You're not going to laugh. So that should take on the Oakland A's. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back to the Al York Sports Show. We're nearing the end of the show here, Noah Parker. And we handle it like we always do, man. And uh, we're going to go right into the MLB. I don't care if people saying I keep riding my team, but you know what? We got to keep talking about them because they keep and they continue to keep winning. And that's the New York Yankees, a.k.a. the Bronx Bombers, with 38-19 before today's game. Uh, the Rays are two-and-a-half games back. Boston's nine-and-a-half game back. Just talk about what you like, what the Yankees are doing right now, Noah Parker. <clears throat> what they're doing right now is maintaining. And they, they maintaining? Do, they maintaining. I think we're doing more than that. Maintaining is like six and no, six. No, I mean, they maintain what they're supposed to be doing until the big guns come back. They're holding their own. Boy, because eight. when the big guns come back, we might see 48-19. We might see 50 and 20. They're like 19 out of 24 games, they, something they, like that. They, they, they kicking they, butt. They're holding their own. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. When you have somebody goes down, next man up, come up, and, you know, he's supposed to be able to just, hey, just hold it down until he get back. Yep. They're doing, they doing what they're supposed to do and more because these guys might be being looked at by other teams. Like, yo, we could use a Gio, Gio or show. We could, oh. we could use a guy like... You we know, got trading chips. We don't even right. know. But what we, we have to do is, is use them to get it. We got to get the, a, a pitcher that's not damaged goods. Because I, I, I've been saying Corey Clue before a while, but I still don't know the significance of his injury. I think, I think, I think we're fine, though, because no, we need that number it's one, gonna, though. It's going to be like a number one when Severino comes back. But I don't, I don't, I don't trust Severino as our number one, but, man. We're not going to throw him out. The play I know, what know, happens, know, man. But we're not going to throw him out there until he's back to what he's supposed to be. Dog, that we, 99 mile an hour fastball we, in the sixth inning. We need an OCC Sabathia type, Cliff Lee, Corey Kluber fits that description. Even though this year he's having like he's like three and two or two and three, but he's had the injury bug. Okay, so you're saying like a like a bum garner then? Bump Garner got mileage. I, I don't want to give a lot of chips up for Bump Garner. I mean, I think Kluber... We don't give a bunch of chips. We could just get, get a couple guys out of there that we're we not going to need when these other guys come well, back. Well, Madison would be, would be... He's the number one. He'll be the number one, but yeah. I'd rather get Kluber, who's Playoff got less system. mileage on his arms. You know, and I know... And he fits, he fits the bill for me in New York, man. I mean, he's already shaved up. The guy would just come right in and start throwing darts and... I like Bump Garner, but I think he's I think he lost his mojo. Maybe getting on a good team might help him, but he just don't look like the old Madison Bump Garner. But a change always a change, change can scenery, help. Yeah. yeah, change can change help. Change the scenery definitely yeah. helps. Now I liked it. I I wanted to go after Blake Snell in the offseason, but unfortunately, you know, no, Tampa Bay ended up signing him for long term. And I would not mind if the Yankees wouldn't went after Charlie Morton, but they didn't. So I think Corey Kluber's our target. We need a number one, because having Paxson, J. A. Happ, Silverino, all these guys. Uh, CeCe's like down to a fifth starter. We don't have that significant number one while the Astros got two number ones. Because remember, I'm only looking at the Astros. I'm one of those guys that I'm not worried about everybody else. Everybody else, we got enough. But when we face the Astros fully loaded, the best hitting team that makes you throw the most pitches we got to get Corey Kluber to have a chance. Verlander, Garrett yes, Cole. And and Cole, and, and I mean, it, it really gets ugly. I mean, they, you know, they got, they, they got tons of guys that can throw the rock over there, man. I mean, even Peacock be throwing an eight and then shut out. You know what I mean? These guys is tough all through the but board, we got, man. I think we got the bats. 
because we're we're good enough <clears throat> offensively when we get Judge and Stanton back, and they get players like, you know, they get the guys that are still hitting it at, at all. You know, it's just it's not just LeMahieu and Claver Torres and all these together as one. When you have no holes in that lineup, it's gonna make Verlander throw more pitches. And you you gonna get into that bullpen. So you have to get healthy first of all. And I really don't think they need to go for a big-name pitcher because Severino is going to be that all-star acquisition, I think. I think he's still good enough. I mean, we, I like – we don't want him to be honest with you. I like, to, I like Tanaka with the ball over him in a big game because the experience. Not the stuff. I know you like Severino's stuff. I think he's young enough, though. He knows where he screwed up in that, in that uh, wild-card game. He's going to learn from that. He's got the experience of a bad game, bad start. And you have to let him have the reins and – in a game one situation, no, hey, you, you he don't know, paint. He don't paint no, for he, me in the playoffs, man. I, I I know what you're saying, but yeah, I, I think guys paint, man. Corey Kluber's a painter, man. I think tonight gives up the long ball too much, and you got and they and the Astros are a team that are like a softball team. They just go for the long ball all day. Got to have a guy that's gonna just be a horse, be a. That's why Corey Kluber he throws hard enough. He's got curveballs. He's a spot. I think he might be damaged goods too, though, because I. That's the only thing I'm worrying about. If he's not, if once they if he passes the physical. Yeah, maybe. I'm just, telling you, man. I think you got to – I think if you, tell beast, Severino, if you tell Luis Severino that you're going to be the man, <coughs> he knows that because if you put him at the second – you know, I came back to be number two, man, man, I, I'm not even going to give it my all then. If you give him hey, – hey, everything's on you, Severino. They already paid him. They paid the man like he's number one. So you got to put him out there like you're number one. I think no, you got to do it, especially after you already paid him. Severino's one of those guys that, uh, you know, an error or anything – can mess up yeah, his focus. Mentally, mentally, yeah. And then he's done. Like, not, not yeah, like done, done, but done, done. I mean, he can't get the ball over. He's still young, dog. He's, he, has, he has to get more experience. See, when you play in Houston, I don't think you really see what I'm seeing. You're seeing the top of the, the best of the world hitters. Like, Houston got the best hitters in baseball. And you can throw the Yankees in there, too. But Houston got some real like good, breakers, yeah. you know, take you down to the comp, Bergman, Altuve, Correa. My man, you need a guy like Kluber, Kershaw. We're not going to get Kershaw. DeGrom, we're not going to get DeGrom. Maybe even like a Grinky type. Maybe Grinky could become a better But the thing is, he got too much he money. He don't want to play in New York. Either. And not only that, he's, he's getting too much money anyway. I don't think. Now, I got a question for you. Um, do you think the Yankees should trade John Carlos Stanton? No. No, no, no. You like him that I much? Like him that much. I think I, I mean, we got, got Judge that could do everything right, he could do. But he, he's a perfect DH type player. And he can just come in, play left or right once in a while. But Give him $30 perfect, million for that. For that stadium. Not, I mean, we already, we already paid him, so we might as well use him. For, why get rid of him for a lesser DH? We already broke bread on him. He, he's an MVP type player. He's still getting into New York. Like, he, remember, Derek Jeter gave him to us for nothing, really. And, and so no, we, we say, took the contract. I mean, right, right. But for, nobody's able to take no that prospects. contract. No, we didn't really lose too much down there. Lost Castro. Castro right. was all right for us. Yeah, I mean, he all, ain't in, but he was all right for us. He was on decline. I think got to use. I think he's going to get to his prime. He's going to get to where he feels comfortable in New York. We can't just start talking these trade rumors from him now because then he's going to get in his head. Now he's not going to want to be there. So, hey, we wait for you to come back, Giancarlo. Do your thing. I like Giancarlo, but I just think his game. It's a lot like Judge's game. It is, but... And you don't need two stadium, of the same kind, though. What's wrong with having too much you, of a good thing? Because they got holes in their bats, fam. They, they strike out a lot, of course. Him and yeah, Judge. they got holes. I'd rather see Hicks out there with one of the two 
Yeah, well, I think when Didi then comes both back for them. And, and when them three come back, that's two, three, and four in the But, though, they was fang in, in the playoffs last year, man. Yeah, they, I mean, and, and when you can't keep continue to fang, man, because that... But do you want a judge or do you want a Kendrick Morales in the playoffs? Give me, I mean, I mean, uh, I'd rather have I'd rather have a judge with Hicks, and then get maybe you know quality, maybe a couple players, maybe a solid pitcher for John Collar. I'm not flipping on John Collar. It's that we got Judge who basically got the same the type judge, of no, game no, as him. No, Judge is a, is a hell of an outfield. He got a gun. He got a Collar's gun. Collar's got a right gun there. too. They, they, they're kind of the same player. They both. I, I, I like Judge Glove better, but that doesn't. Carlos not a bum out there. No, no, he's but he's a perfect DH type where you can throw him in the outfield once in a while. I think. I, think I don't want to give him thirty million for that. That's we, what I'm ain't coming out of my pockets. Keep know, it, we but, keeping but him. But that hurts us from breaking another maneuver. No, we don't need though, to. We the Yankees. Remember, we talking about the Yankees. We're not talking <laughs> oh, about. Man. We're not talking about uh, the, the Oakland Athletics like we were last time. We talking about right, the New right. York Yankees. They can afford it. They gonna, you know, they gonna be just fine. I don't want to start throwing doubt into these players' heads that are coming back from injuries. When they come back, we want to support them, and I want them to be, yo, right. we, we missed you. So hey, you, want, you, want to, you, want, you want to keep the bomb squad. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep the bronze bombers the way they are. Keep hey, the bomb we squad. appreciate what you did for us, Morales. We got John Carlos Stanton coming back. I know you, you, we, we like what you did. Somebody else going to give you a chance because, you know, getting Stanton back is huge for that lineup. Yeah. And not only that, you know what? Nobody's going to give them $30 million. No, no, no. So no, we're going to have to eat the contract. So I'm going to just well, keep them. You might as well support them and say, I don't want to get no doubt of a trade in them. Yeah, we appreciate what you got, John Carl. We can't wait to come back. Okay. I'm gonna give you five names. Tell me who's the most surprised for you. Okay. I'm gonna throw some numbers up. Glaybar Torres, 287, 14 bombs, 31 RBIs. Gio Oshula, batting 338, three home runs, 21 RBIs. Domingo Herman, nine and one, 3.43 earned average, 63 Ks in six in 60 innings. Luke Voigt. 257, 14 home runs, 38 RBIs. And last but not least, Clint Frazier, 270, 10 home runs, 28 RBIs. Now, let me make it clear. All of them is getting busy for the Yankees. I'm surprising, too. All of them is getting busy. But who's your biggest surprise? Biggest surprise. I want to talk about Domingo on a Domingo. He is looking at an all-star, and he's only a... Still, to me, he's still a rookie. He might be his yeah. second year, but yeah, he's, he got lit up yesterday. But yeah, but I mean, he's That's Boston. To to say I'm the I'm gonna be the ace of this staff right now. He's a number four, number five guy, and he's taking control of this like he's the ace. You right. see, his lines are the most boosted, and he's he's always a minus two hundred now. And I mean, his stuff is strikeout stuff. Like to me, he's the most surprising because he might represent the Yankees in that starting rotation in the All Star game. Because I don't know if Tanaka makes it. And I doubt anybody else on that starting rotation makes it. But to me, he's the most surprising. Offensively, I'm going to go with Gio Urshela because he's been a career 220 hitter right. his whole career. And he he's only been playing three years himself. Right, with the Indians and a couple right. of, I think, the A's. And he came, he came out showing, like, man, we don't even need – we lost Miguel Andujar. All right, we're good. My dude. And when you come back, my dude, you, you, your position still safe. But right now, we, you know, we appreciate what you know, Gio's doing. You know, we got some chips, man. I don't know if it's going to – if he's gonna keep up that pace right now at 338, but right now he's clutch. So this is why I would hope he stays at this pace until we trade him, because he, he, I get yeah, the same feeling. Yeah, I get the same feeling. He ain't built like that. I mean, we no, all know he ain't built no, like I, this. I don't the same with Luke Boyd. I don't think Luke Boyd built like that either. But no, Boyd, I, I think he is coming out of St. Louis. They had high, they had high hopes on him. He just reminds me of Kevin Moss a little bit too much, though. You know what I like about Boyd? He's one of those guys. If you give him the at bats, you see the numbers. I just don't that platooning thing don't work for him. I just don't trust him with a bases loaded. I agree. I, I agree I with you. Know. I agree with you. But if you bat him down in the lineup, 
Yeah. Seven, no, eight. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I love them. Getting two, three, four. Judge Didi. Yeah, I love Boyd down. down. I seven, love that. I love seven, that. Eight and Boyd. Yeah, he can strike out whatever. I love the fact that I know he can get me a grand slam, hit a double, clear the bases. Right. But uh, and I love the fact that Clint Frazier's finally stepping up. They staying healthy. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. That's huge for us. But if I had to pick one gun in my head out of everybody, I think I'm the most surprised of. It would have to be Gio or Shirley that I'm most surprised of. And like I said, we got chips. We got to make the right move. We don't, like I said, if you don't get Corey Kluber, we got to get somebody that can be considered a number one. They're out there. We just got to find them. And we got enough chips, especially for teams that are going down, mm-hmm. like the Mets. But the, I don't think the Mets are going to deal with the Grom. They will never give the Yankees the Grom. But we could get a Syndergaard. I don't mind getting Syndergaard in New York for maybe a couple of these young guys. But the thing is, will the Mets do that trade? And I don't think so. And with that... We're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. We're going to close it out without the box. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. The Al York Sports Show, uh, we're coming like to the near end of it. Unfortunately, I had fun once again. I'm pretty sure you had fun also. Oh, of course. And uh, we're going to like our most fun subject, which the boss likes the best, which is out of the box. Uh, there you go. Do that again. Join the box. There you go. Now, my out of the box question in their prime, Iron Mike Tyson, 50 wins, 6 losses, 44 wins by knockout, versus Deontay Wilder, a.k.a. the Bronze Bomber, 41-0, 40 KOs. He had an easier road on it, Mike. We all know that. So you got to input that into who you like. And tell me who you like in a prime, why you like them, and what round or, you know, would it go decision, et cetera. So you're saying if they fought each other. If they fought each other, of course. Oh. It's hard to predict that because it's two different well, errors. But us being aficionados, we should be able to do that. Still heavyweights. But remember, I'm going to start off with Deontay Wilder, six foot seven. Yeah. Okay. And Mike Tyson. Was, Mike break those trees down. Was five foot ten. Breaks right. those trees. And Frank I think that, that's perfect for Mike Tyson. Yep. Because when he gets in there, we're talking about in his prime. Yeah, when chop he gets those trees in down. there, he's right under you and just some uppercuts to them. Oh, and Wilder gonna see it coming because he's gonna be looking down at him. <laughs> but that's just too much to have to, you know. He, it, it, the height actually helps out Tyson. Being yeah, short, the height difference. Yeah, being short. And, and you know, I, I, especially because he he ducks down and biting his gloves. I can only see him biting his gloves. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Mike Tyson. I'm going to get up in there. I'm going to get him. Yep. You know, I'm going to talk all he's going to talk. I'm going to be in there doing what I'm going to do. So, Deontay going to think he, you know, he going to know who he is. Of course, it's Mike Tyson. But to have a game plan for that in his prime, not talking about Tyson when he got knocked out by the big Irishman. I'm not talking oh, about Oh, not Tyson. when he was going through Mets right. stuff. I'm not talking about even the Holyfield debacle. I'm talking about when he was in the late 80s, early 90s, coming up, going through first-round knockouts. Everybody, I mean, I don't want to say it was tomato cans, but some of them <laughs> guys were pretty good that he, that he was beating. And it's, it's really tough because I, like, I love Wilder, but I think it's just too, much, too many moving parts. That, and he's too long, too lanky, and it's a bad matchup for him. And I hate going against him because you know, I, I don't think anybody can touch Wilder right now, not even Fury. But I gotta you go. Said, I gotta, I you gotta said go not home. even Fury. Like Fury was some tough no, guy. I, mean, Fury, yeah, I hate Fury. I, I, I do too. But he's still, he's still. You know, I gotta give yeah, him props. Yeah, he fought, he fought a boss. He, 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 if he doesn't get fight. knocked down in that twelfth yeah. round, he probably wins no, on the scorecard. I thought, I thought he won the scorecard. Right. So I have to say Fury because yeah, yeah. he's still, 
has been the no, only guy. No, but it's just funny because the fight I've I know, seen him yeah, fight is like it's sad that he's the only right. one. Like because that's I mean that's why I was talking about the heavyweight division earlier. It's yeah. dead. Yeah. Ain't been nothing since the '90s. So I like that at least there's some names out there right. besides the Klitschko brothers. But I got to go to Iron Mike, and it's, it's obvious. It's, I hate that it's just the obvious answer. But I'm trying to give as much analysis and comparison. It's not to obvious because Wilder right. people really think Wilder is like the still, super But true. most people that boxing fans are gonna say Tyson just because it's Mike Tyson. And I don't I, know, you know about that. I, I, the Bronx bomber, like nobody can really cope with him. The only guy that coped with him is the guy that joked in the ring in Fury. Right. Everybody else, he laid out. Look, that's the only fight he had that he didn't knock. I mean, he knocked him down, but he didn't knock him out. Yeah. But I, he still I, got him on the canvas. Styles make fights, and I think it's a perfect, uh, perfect fight. And for I Tyson. think Deontay Wilder has the right attitude also to fight a Mike Tyson. He does. Cause like, I, he I, going he in there like, I'm going to kill you type shit. And, that's, and that might help out Iron Mike, though. <laughs> well, my opinion... It comes out even harder when that happens. My opinion is, I, I think, I know it's hard to say this. You might look at me crazy. I think Mike's the better boxer out of both of them. I, I mean, that's weird to say because both of them are... Are ass ass whippers. Mm -hmm. They both whip ass. But Mike, the fact that you said all oh, that little bob and weave might be enough. Helps, yeah, that helps. Because Wilder's going in there for the taking. Right. And he's just too boring. And the only way he's gonna get Mike if he prolongs the fight and Mike get tired and don't really move as much, then he can catch him. I think he had to use his height as a you know yeah jab. If he's if he's keeping him away from him, using that height to his advantage. It would be tough for Mike, but I think Mike still gets in there. But I don't see Wilder fighting that time. No, no, I don't either. That's why I Because he tries to go for the kill. It's in his blood to go for the kill. I would have to say Mike Tyson, in five rounds, he'll knock out Deontay Wilder. I think he'll get in there and he'll break that tree down. Now, it won't be easy. I would love to see a fight like this, but I just think the fact that he's a slightly better boxer, that eventually... Mike could get him before he'll get Mike. And that's not to say, like I said, that Dante can't catch him and knock him out in the early rounds, too. But I just won't, I don't see it happening. I'm going to go Tyson in three. Yeah, I mean, I, he's no bourbon or nothing, but he's better than that. That's why I got to get him three rounds. <laughs> so so we Mike, both agree. Iron Mike in three. With Iron Mike Tyson, he got here to have him in three. I'll have Mike in about five. I'll give Deontay Wilder more props than that because he will battle Mike, you know, as much as he could. But I just think the bigger you are, like Noah said, Better for Mike. Mike know how to chop down them trees. He chopped down Burbank. He chopped down Bruno and a lot of other guys. That he, what, was, what was the other guy he chopped down? Um, that was a bunch. Another big guy. Yeah, but anyway, Bone Crusher. <laughs> yeah, Bone Crusher Smith. So Mike Tyson is your out-of-the-box answer. Thank you guys for tuning in. Nova Parker, Al York Sports, CWN Sports. We love you guys. Tune in every Sunday. And we'll give y'all nothing but the raw truth. Take care. Talk to y'all then. Thank you for listening to the Al York Sports Show.